0: welcome to Test of Life number 202. Here we are on the, what is the 19th? The 19th already of May. We are over halfway through May. How about that? Time is a-flying. Time is a-flying. And with us, as always, we have our uh, co-host. We have uh, Patrick Connor joining us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? I'm good. Hello, everybody out there. And welcome to The Tesla Life, where we try to bring
1: about a future free from fossil
0: fuels. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And joining us also, Mr. Casey Green from the DC area. How are you today, sir? Well rested. (laughs) Well, that's right. Casey, Casey had some extra Z's today. That was really good. Really good. When you can get them, you take them. That's for sure. (laughs) That's right. well, we've got uh, a bucket full of stories as always. So let's, uh, let's see what we can come up with for this week. Our first story um, is the on again. Well, okay. It's the, it's been happening for a while now that we know that uh, full self driving subscription is coming. The mm-hmm. date of course is what's been in question. It's moved back a few times. It's been delayed. And uh, this time uh, in this uh Tasmanian uh, article, Uh, they talk a little bit about it being brought up again, uh, indicating that, yes, it is coming, and this time they say in about a month. So, last update we had heard was it would definitely be sometime in May, but with this update, it looks like it may go beyond May into June, so... If you're waiting for that monthly fee uh, and to even find out what that monthly fee would be for full self-driving, uh, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer uh, because uh, it appears to be pushed back at least a couple weeks.
1: Right. Yeah. We have no idea who's going to win our pool on how much it's going to cost per month.
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> keeping us all in suspense a little yeah.
1: bit longer. That have got everything from like 100 to 300 it's somewhere in there, probably.
2: <laughs> and then, and then, are they going to require a minimum subscription length?
1: Right. Yeah. Lots of speculation.
0: Or or yeah, a yeah, minimum us the commitment. Answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm saying it's uh, going to lock you in for a couple of years. I think that's it's reasonable. going to be almost like a, a cell phone contract. Uh, so yeah. Nobody loves those. That, nobody no, does. no, they don't. <laughs> no, that, but, that's the pe- exactly but the, the people wrong way that are it. collecting the money tend to like them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we will see. I'm, I'm excited. But, uh, a bit again, uh, s- some delay uh, now pushed into uh, most likely June, and uh, we will see if that changes uh, as June rolls along. Will they take awesome. away the
1: ability to purchase it at that time?
2: I hope
0: not. Oh, I hope
2: not. Yeah. So I, 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 when, when there's the option too, I prefer to just own stuff outright. And the other question is, some folks are getting their hardware three upgrade when they do other stuff. Uh, at that point, will they be eligible for a hardware three upgrade or will that be the requirement to get it if you don't uh, have oh, it FSD purchased?
1: That is a really good question. So that I could see that requiring a contract uh, term. Hey, we're going to upgrade your hardware. So you have to subscribe for at least a year.
2: Yes. And the first in the chat is JT24.
0: Ooh, JT JT. JT gets the star today.
2: Followed closely by Derek.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That 30 seconds is not giving him enough time. 32
0: seconds. (laughs) Uh, Well, with that, uh, another June story, let's move over to Casey. See what's going on with uh, another delay.
2: Speaking of June, so some folks who have reserved a Model S uh, plaid, yeah, just a plaid. Uh, I don't, I don't know that anybody else with a refresh has has uh, has gotten an email, um, but maybe maybe some of the non plaids. But basically, anyone who's ordered a refreshed Model S, uh, a handful of them have received emails st- stating that uh, hey, coming soon, we'll give you some more information, and then a few days later, they got an email expecting uh, saying that they should expect their car from June to July we'll see but i wouldn't hold your breath uh they'll probably do it the fact that they've updated it again but again don't hold your breath it's not healthy
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's it seems to be a reoccurring theme here that we've got um a number of cars that have been delayed uh, on delivery we had hoped uh as tesla had mentioned they would start deliveries uh first second quarter of the year but uh it just uh, got pushed back and it, That could certainly be because of um, shortages of parts. Um, yeah. Tesla's really not telling us what it is, but we do know from uh, pictures taken at um, different Tesla facilities that there is a number of Model S's that are just bunched up near the factory that are just uh, waiting in storage outside, uh, waiting is- for something. Obviously some sort of part uh, has not arrived or is not available. Uh, at this time.
2: Rumor is there are some 10,000 to 20,000 Model S's headed to the local uh, service centers and delivery facilities with missing parts. So they're gonna be arriving, but they'll be on hold for whatever this missing part is. And then uh, there was further communication with somebody who actually has been through one of these before with Tesla. And in that case, he said it was a plastic uh, seat belt, uh, winder cover. So, I mean, it wouldn't have really stopped the car from being sold. But uh, it wouldn't have been a pretty car being sold. Uh, whereas we saw some of the early Model Threes were shipped without sun visors. Same with the uh, Model S, actually, <laughs> no sun visors. And um, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out and what the part is. The fact that they are willing to, to to actually do a hold on it. I mean, is it a ship? Yeah,
1: and if it's a service center installable part, uh, it's you know it's not like it's the front wheels. I mean, I mean... right, or or the motor <laughs> controller <laughs> or anything that stops it from going
2: forward and back on onto the truck. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. Because good luck tra- retraining your um, your uh, your truck drivers. Uh, aside from the the new uh, uh, slidey on the screen, but good luck re- retraining them that they also have to push the car on and off the truck.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, that would not be a good scenario. <laughs> yeah. Guess what service center you'll be installing uh, motors. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yes.
2: Derek. Derek asks, "Do we really want Tesla to?" Uh, do we, you really want Tesla, us, what is causing these delays, more short ammunition? Uh, it right. depends. I mean, if they're up front and it's the same thing affecting everyone else and they say, hey, you know, we also have trouble getting ships. Uh, it was held up at the, the Suez Canal. They'll be ready in a month. I mean, that would have been more open than saying, hey, your car will be ready in April and then just going silent for a month and a half. I mean, there's a balance between, and, and Tesla is still learning on communication and, Twenty years later,
1: <laughs> the shorts are going to attack them for this event, no matter what. So, oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> as long as yeah. they can get them out by the end of the quarter. Hopefully, they can.
2: Otherwise, yeah, well, uh, quarter and, three and will be that, really, really busy.
0: Yeah, like, like, let's talk about quarters. Uh, Tesla traditionally is a it's jam packed in the last four weeks of the of the quarter, yeah. and uh, having this on top of them is not going to help them out. That's for sure. So uh, this is going to be a a late nighter uh, for Tesla employees coming up this quarter for sure. Yeah, so, it could
2: uh, it could be a soft quarter, but as long as they get it resolved by the end of Q four, and they you know they have another bang up year, that'll be great. But uh, it will still be a black eye to, to have a soft quarter for quarter three, even if everybody else is doing it. Nobody wants to hear everybody else is doing it because you know you tell your parents, hey, you know I got a bad grade or I got in trouble at school. Everybody else is doing it. So, so, uh, in this case, as Tesla shareholders, we're we're, my parents looking back at them saying, hey, I don't care that everybody
0: else did it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, uh, on to Tesla service. Patrick's got a story for us on that.
1: That's right. So, uh, when we had Tesla's Q1 results call, and we talked about that on the show, one of the things that came out of that was the new service centers that they're building. And, uh, we talked about how vital that is because to sell cars, you have to have supercharging uh, available near you and you have to have service available near you. that that's just kind of common sense that, uh, if you have to drive hundreds of miles, there are very few people, I'm not going to say nobody that are uh, willing to do that. And yes, Tesla has mobile service, and that's great. That covers, that helps cover uh, a lot. But ever since 2019, when they started ramping up their volume, service has been a problem and it's continuing to get worse. One of the things that came out during their um, Q1 financial update was how much their car uh, deliveries have grown, and they have um, let see, their delivery growth was 109% year over year. And during the same time, their service center location growth was only 28% uh, for locations and 22% for mobile service. So um, if you were just you know delivering the same number of cars and you had growth in service center uh, of 20 to 30%, that'd be great. But when your uh, deliveries are growing 100% and your service is only growing... 25 to 30%, that's not enough. Uh, And Tesla, um, I'm um, I'm being a little critical of them here. This is an area where they can improve. They don't advertise and they don't have to advertise because they have happy customers that are delighted with their product. And that's great. Uh, You know, when you drive it home, that new car smell, you're just gonna be excited about it. But if you have a problem a month later, you know, now you're in love with this car. You don't want it to be stuck waiting for parts for months. Yeah. You want to be able to get it into the service center get it repaired, to get it back on the road get it back into your hands. And, um, their backlog has just continued to, to get worse. I mean, um, if you browse the forums, like a lot of us do, you see just the number of complaints continuing to tick up and the people talking longer and longer about getting whatever part it is. And, um, we just talked about how they can't even deliver some new cars because of a part shortage. Now, if if this is a worldwide global supply problem for a part that Tesla doesn't make, there's not a whole lot they can do about it. In fact, they've already uh, talked about some of the incredible things they did as far as switching parts and uh, in some cases, even new chips and then writing new device drivers and controllers and software to support it so they can continue to deliver. Uh, but I, I was looking at comparing Tesla to other car companies. And um, so in the US right now, Tesla has about 120 service centers. And uh, compare that to Toyota in North America, they have about 1500 dealerships. And Ford, including Lincoln has about 3000 dealerships. And GM has a similar number with Chevy and all their sub brands of about 3000 dealerships. So. In uh, order of magnitude, more service available from other car companies. And again, like I said, mobile helps make up for a lot. And the volumes are not comparable. So, so we'll cut them some slack there too. But uh, I think this is an area where Tesla needs to improve. And that's that, this is sort of a longer version of what we discussed on the show. And uh, I wrote a little article about it. Yep. There you go. So where can you for-
0: find that article, Patrick?
1: Oh, yeah. At carswithcords.net. That's
2: the current uh, top story. For for me, uh, mobile service has always been stellar. I've I've only had one bad experience at mobile, and it was actually the service center's fault that mobile couldn't find me uh, (laughs) because they put it in the computer wrong. Um, But the service center near me used to be one of the busiest on the East Coast and also had one of the worst ratings among uh, informal surveys with club members and other Tesla owners in well, not just in the area, but on the East Coast. And uh, ever since they opened up the new service center about 30 minutes from them, their workload has decreased uh, and, and uh, they have more mobile service techs. And, and the experience has been more like some of the other service centers I've visited in the past. And uh, and I'm glad to say that they, they feel like they're doing better. And and in three of the clubs that I'm in in the area, that has been the general consensus like hey you know i went there and i i didn't feel like pulling my hair out hey i went there they treated me like a human i went there and they didn't try to kick me out the door uh, although they did <laughs> shove me in an uber <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
2: yeah uh and it, 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 the, the reasoning makes sense as you said if you're growing if it was already tight before the model 3 came out and then you're growing over 100 percent year over year it, it stands to reason that, that 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 folks would have trouble with it uh now, there are some folks who have gone through and actually, you know, tabulated experiences and, and, and done surveys and whatnot, but uh, that wasn't me. I was wondering if you had access to any of that uh, on behalf of uh, Coach DA.
1: Oh, no, I don't have any survey data, uh, just my own anecdotal data. When I, in 2017, um, when I would go, you, uh, it was white glove treatment and they yes. wash your car and, uh, and they don't do any of that now. Uh, which was really too bad because it was yeah. nice. I mean, this was the most expensive vehicle I'd ever purchased, uh, the most expensive thing outside of a house that I had ever spent money on. And so uh, to to then get that um, luxury treatment, that was just great. And then uh, you know that's that's long since gone. And yes. um, st- stuff that on the Model 3 that I know they would have done is goodwill servicing on on my X in 2016 or 17, they didn't do at all on the three. And um, you know they just they they changed fundamentally about how they're doing service and how they're treating their customers, and then, and it, it's for the worse, sadly.
2: Yeah, for me it was uh, with my Model S. I bought it used. They knew it was used, and they treated me like a freaking king. And mm-hmm. uh, and then I got the Model X, and it started out okay. Uh, they started losing records, like what they promised to do uh, after delivery. And uh, then they uh, stopped washing the cars, which was fine by me, because mine was uh, wrapped, and I didn't want them running it through a machine. Uh, and then they unplugged all the phones, <laughs> which was annoying. <laughs> and, uh, and as you said, you know, certain things that would have been done for free. Like, they did a lot of out-of-warranty work as Goodwill on my Model S. Uh, it was almost as if the first person actually bought the extended warranty, but they told me there is no extended warranty on this car. And because I was the second owner, I couldn't buy it. Uh, and then on this other car, you know, it's the most expensive thing they make. And yet they're treating me like I stole it. And it was quite frustrating. And then thankfully, as I said, it's getting better and they've been working on it the whole time. It's just, I don't know something about the way that the model three launched and ramp. They couldn't keep up.
0: They, they right. had to change. They, they had to change something because of the volumes.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, be, I don't need to be treated like a King, but I do want to be treated with respect. I mean, I did spend right. money with them.
0: <laughs> well, it, uh-huh. and it's certainly, it's tough for you guys coming from where you were, you were on that pedestal because you were early with the vehicles, yeah. and uh, to to experience the change is not a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me, my me, I, I came in with the Model Three. I wasn't expecting anything. I came from a a used Chevy, so I, it did. It was something that was not expected by me. Uh, and of course, the other Model Three are now Model Y owners. But uh, I could definitely see a problem if if I started to be treated different. Just because an influx of customers uh, came in uh, with their vehicles too. Yeah. There you
2: go. Yeah, got a couple of comments in the chat about how they've had good experiences as well. Um, Yeah, but that's just been our experience. So I mean.
1: Yeah, and I I want to say I mean my local service center has been great. There's never a time where I felt like they were you know disrespectful or, or trying to get rid of me or whatever. Um,
2: yeah not actively rude just like literally it just wasn't the same that's all it's not yeah yeah and if it was if it was really really bad I would have been complaining up the chain and it wasn't that bad
1: right yeah and we've all seen the horror stories That's for sure. yes. there are a few of them out there <laughs> yeah and that's true with any car so I mean don't, that's not a Tesla thing but
2: yeah yeah well and the other thing that, that that helps with that is Tesla tends to get a lot of their employees in service from other high-end brands and so my shop locally uh, has, in fact, the other shop, the one that I had the better experience with consistently, they've both got all their employees from local BMW and infinity shops. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully things will improve as time goes along. We had Tesla had talked about increasing the number of service centers and yes, they've done some of that, but as Patrick's article points out, they haven't, they've not caught up or kept pace with sales. So, at some point, if you don't, and, and we realize that that electric cars have far less service than internal combustion engine cars, but there is some service required. You know, yeah. there, there always will be. Um, mm-hmm. There are going to be parts that wear out. You're going to have things like bearings and bushings. You're going to have tire issues. You're going to have rim issues. You're going to have, uh, you know, uh, door hinges. Things that wear out are going to wear out, and they're going to need to be serviced, so... It's uh, something you're going to have to keep up with. Uh, Tesla yeah. obviously had the luxury of introducing newer cars, but at some point, the fleet is going to start to get older. And uh, mm-hmm. then those service issues will appear a little bit more frequently than what's happening today.
2: Yeah, if they keep trending like they've been in the last couple of months, I think they'll
0: be great. Well, with that, uh, on to another completely different subject. And uh, Pat's going to talk a little bit about crypto.
1: That's right. So Tesla has removed their option to pay with Bitcoin from the design studio. So this comes to us from Drive Tesla Canada. And um, it's uh, it's really too bad. Um, so, so Musk tweeted uh, a rather long tweet here talking about why. And it's primarily due to the energy use. And uh, often that's associated with with coal uh, in some areas. Now, as the grid greens, of course, this uh, footprint will be reduced. But um, the fact that Bitcoin has recently had a spike in energy use is uh, what really drove it. It's not. It's not that oh, we didn't realize this when we decided to do it. It's that things changed. And um, so I'm not gonna read the tweet. I'm sure that anybody watching this is following Musk on Twitter. <laughs> um, but uh, the interesting part of it is that um, Tesla ha- has, uh, there was some concern that, that m- maybe this meant that Tesla was going to sell their Bitcoin. Well, they're not. So they've clarified they are holding what they have and uh, Musk even tweeted diamond hands. So uh, <laughs> that's uh, for anybody at the uh, Wall Street Bets folks, Uh, You're you're either diamond hands where you're um, hodl or your paper hands where you're just selling and and getting out whenever things look bad. So uh, diamond hands means they're holding on. So they're they're going to keep the Bitcoin they have, the whatever it is, $1.9 billion worth. And um, the the last part of this tweet was the most interesting in that they are going to look at other cryptos that use less than 1% of Bitcoin's energy per transaction. So, uh, what will that be? Will it be, uh, Musk's favorite Dogecoin or, <laughs> uh, something else, or will Tesla make their own? Uh, we have no idea what's going to happen yet. Um, he has tweeted about how he's working with people in, in the Dogecoin community to try to, uh, get that a hundred X better. And, um, that would be interesting if they were able to do that. Um, uh, someone did ask him directly about, are you going to make your own Tesla coin, to which he said, uh, it's uh, really difficult to make your own coin, not impossible, but but uh, taking one that's already out there and improving it is better than starting a whole new effort. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, there's no plans for Tesla to make their own coin. Uh, so yeah, that's um, it's really too bad. I... I uh, Defended on what drives us where uh, there were people saying how can tesla do this they're supposed to be an environmental company and this is just this big energy waste for nothing to which I said it is not a big energy waste for nothing uh, the, the, the entire financial system uses energy every bank every ATM uh, all, all these things so uh, it's it's um, the fact that bitcoin uses some too should not be surprising or uh, and the. A lot of miners are going to be uh using energy when it's cheap and so that's going to help balance the grid not destabilize it so uh, anyway um, you weren't
0: wrong
2: at the time the problem was that you know when whenever this flood happened and it uh took out whatever green energy they had in china and they fired up this coal plant and and in the gap you could see you know however many percent of bitcoin uh just drop and, and then it came back it's like hmm And and I think that's what Musk was going on is that that particular, you know, his whole thing is no coal and right, it was run on coal.
1: Yes. Yes. I do want a future free from fossil fuels, So I'm all for not uh, firing up coal plants for this. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The thing I find
0: interesting about this is um, is that they knew that Bitcoin, before they even got involved with it, was intensive on energy, like compared to other cryptos, right? Right. That's common knowledge out there that that Bitcoin with the miners, uh, with how it's uh, regulated internally, that it is a it's a power drain. It's it's a big power drain. Um, I'm just surprised that they got involved with it, taking it if they knew that was a problem with it. Well,
1: um, when they got involved, Musk tweeted a chart out showing um, how much energy it was using and then how it spiked since they got involved um i mean it's like tripled since they got involved Um, and that's
2: the way it's designed is like the more people there are the harder it is to to do uh to to slow down the rates
0: right so as it becomes more and more popular the power consumption goes up and and that's like that's like an unending story right like that just goes to infinity so if (laughs) if bitcoin gets more popular it becomes more mainstream if if banks or other institutions or other companies start to accept it, then it's going to get worse on the power consumption side.
2: It it can. The incentive is to then get more efficient computing equipment exactly. and more efficient power, but uh, when it goes up three x overnight, it's really hard to yeah they they, do they can't that. prepare for that. Right. Yeah, especially if in the middle of a chip with, shortage.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. If it scales with Moore's law, then you know as computing improves then that's not a problem. Then the energy consumption isn't going to significantly improve. And and as I said, even if even if that is growing, if it's growing at a rate slower than the grid is greening, well that's okay too, because then the amount of fossil fuels consumed for it will be declining. And so as computing power increases, as the grid greeners, these these things should be a trend in the right direction. It's just that like Casey said that uh, it it ha- it, it it uh, tripled or quadrupled in an order of months. You know, the things that we just talked about don't scale at that level. They're they're much, you know, they're, they're multi-year kinds of things, not just 24
2: months. months. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then there were a couple of Fudsters out there uh, lying as usual Uh, (laughs) or stretching the truth. They do that too, but this time they were straight up lying. They said that Tesla sold their Bitcoin and they did. Oh, right. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And that's just to try to, uh, get the uh, crypto community ticked off at of Tesla to get them to sell their Tesla shares.
2: <laughs> that, that announcement alone was enough to do it. But, but really what I'm thinking is if I'm in uh, that particular coin, so Bitcoin in this case, wouldn't it be better since that's one of the ones that uh, is like digital gold, there's not going to be any more manufactured There's uh, a cap versus mm-hmm. like Doge where, you know, there is no cap and there's inflation. So, if I know that you know one point nine billion dollars worth of coins are missing, then my coins are now more valuable, are they not?
1: <laughs> yeah, if the others are out of circulation. Sure,
2: at least for a while. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Zach. Uh, Zachary uh, got got to catch us live.
0: <laughs> cool. Very good. Uh, Casey's got our next story about some record quarter mile times. Yes. So. Uh, I don't
2: remember who did it, uh, but, uh, some folks were, uh, were busy, uh, watching Tesla and, uh, they've removed the video since this happened. But, uh, some folks yeah, were there exactly. at, at the track when Tesla, uh, and I saw, I saw a, uh, really bad copy of a video that, uh, cause you know, once you put it on the internet, it's pretty much there forever yeah. on some level. And so I saw a bad copy of it and it was impressive. So it was at a uh, 9.23, uh, on the quarter mile at a trap speed of 152.16 miles per hour
0: wow <laughs> and yeah that so a, that's the uh, that's the super fast most likely plaid plus plaid. Uh, in development right um
2: they say it was a plaid but it could have been a plaid plus we mm-hmm. we're not entirely sure if, uh without you know high res pictures and all that survived was low res mm-hmm. stuff but um oh and it was 0 to 100 in 2.1 seconds so it it, it very well was probably the regular plaid, because if it's the plaid plus, it sounds like they got some more tuning to go before they can release it.
0: <laughs> so out at the track, uh, testing it, uh, getting ready to put some uh, some numbers on their advertising or their probably on their uh, uh, dashboard uh, when you order the car, so you can see that uh, <clears throat> what your car can do in a quarter mile, um, top speed, and and so forth. Yeah. That's interesting. That um well it, and and it, here's the thing is that is that it it doesn't matter what Tesla does unless they do it inside their building there's already someone taking a picture of them or filming them doing something. <laughs> and and yeah. and there's so many people that follow them around. They must have like a caravan of people that just continually follow people out of the plant and wherever they go there's just like four or five cars that are just following them along, trying yeah, to see where they're drones going. Drones buzzing over yeah, them. exactly, exactly. <laughs> it, must, it must be crazy to watch, and uh, yeah. unless they're doing it in, indoors on a property they own where they can arrest people that uh, come into their building, I, I think this is going to be the way it's going to be going forward.
2: I think in the future we may see the Boring Company tunnels come into play with some stuff. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> Just some private tunnels that start in the factory and then loop back around back to the factory.
0: <laughs> yeah, like if if they would at least branch out like four tunnels going in northeast-southwest directions, then the, the team could leave in any of the four tunnels and pop out somewhere else.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, if they were going to leave, then that would be another way to get them out. But the other thing exactly. is... Um, like as you mentioned, the, the with the the constant mob they've got. Uh, somebody in Germany, when 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 Elon was there, made him sign a a, a pop up of himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, he's like, I've like, never done this before. Like he shows up in he shows up in Germany unannounced uh, to have a, a couple meetings about progress, and uh, he comes out of it, and there's like twelve people huddled around him asking him questions, and one guy's got a pop up. That he wants him to sign. Uh, this I wonder is like a, a big Elon cutout of himself. Yeah, it was it was it was about ten ten eight inches <laughs> shorter than the actual Elon. Elon. Was, yeah, you know, they got, they got twelve people filming him too, yes. which are, they're releasing on YouTube as they're doing it. And uh, <laughs> there's the guy with the the pop up cutout, uh, putting it behind Elon and making it dance a little.
2: <laughs> Elon's like, "You want me to sign something or something?" <laughs>
1: oh, that's hilarious. I did see yeah. that he signed somebody's uh, key card. I thought that would be pretty cool. <laughs> well, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, were they watching his plane? Did somebody uh, tweet that, hey, Elon's in the factory today? Uh, oh,
1: yeah. there There is a Twitter <laughs> he does have a plane watcher. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Elon's plane is trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to make it big, but I don't know
2: what I'd do with that kind of crowd. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, speaking I just thought of- of-
1: uh, in Chris Rock and he was saying that the nice thing about wearing a mask recently is that he could be not famous when he wanted to. So he could <laughs> just go around, He could go to the drugstore and, and pick up things that might be embarrassing if someone saw <laughs> Chris Rock getting them. <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Okay, Mark, sorry to interrupt your show.
0: No problem. Um, uh, another thing about fans is that uh, if you're a fan of the uh, next-gen Roadster, it is started uh, its uh, display at the Peterson Museum in Los Angeles for two weeks. It started today, and uh, we actually have some pictures that uh, were shared on the internet, which we will share as well right here. Oops, I guess we want to go here. There we go. It's awesome. us. <laughs> We've got a couple of pictures of uh, oh, where the Cybertruck nice. uh, was, had been displayed as well. So they brought the red one in, and uh, it's now on display. And there's a lot it. of people taking photos. So there's going to be a ton of photos available on Twitter and other social media uh, because it's, uh, it's on prominent display, and there's going to be a ton of people taking close-ups of the tires, of the uh, interior, because it looks like you can get fairly close if you lean your camera in across the uh, the velvet rope.
2: Yeah. That's what and, they were doing uh, with the Cybertruck, putting it on pole.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, well, with the Cybertruck, you wouldn't be concerned about it bouncing off the side because, of yeah. course, it's stainless steel.
2: But Is that the EV1 made... charger in the background, the magnet charger?
1: Yeah, it sure looks like it. Yeah, the panel yeah, charger. Does, yeah. doesn't it does, isn't it? uh-huh i had one of those uh on my wall when i had my uh chevy s10 electric it had the Are same you're talking charging. about this
0: uh, rectangular unit here yep yeah that one yep.
1: i had it on a forklift uh not a forklift a hand truck and uh <laughs> throw it in the back and uh, so i could that that was my portable charger <laughs> on, a, on a hand truck oh
2: man <laughs> did uh did anyone see the uh original roadster in any of these angles
0: no, but the original Roadster is supposed to be there as well, uh, but it's not obviously side by side. It's uh, okay. It's in so they described them as session. side by side. Um, you would think that putting it side by side, maybe they just didn't have the space, but that probably oh. wouldn't best would have been the best if they could have put it side by side.
1: Evolution. <laughs> I, yeah, I think they have the um, alpha version of the Model S as well that is yeah. a similar color. That's. Uh, I really love that red.
2: I didn't care for the nose of it, but yeah, I love the color <laughs> on the, mm-hmm. on the alpha roadster or, um, alpha. Um, yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. When I first saw those self-presenting hand flush handles, yeah. I was like, Oh wow. That is so cool. It's too bad that, uh, stuff like this only comes out on prototypes and never makes it to production. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed that Tesla was like every other car company, you know, makes cool demos and then, uh, you know, nerfs them all before they sell them. No. Not Tesla. <laughs>
2: fact they made it look better i mean like that dashboard on the alpha was ugly compared to the one we got right
1: yeah and eventually the nose cone uh upgrade yeah they, they continue to make improvements
0: yeah yeah so uh it's at the peterson starting today for two weeks so they'll be there for over two weekends uh you do have to order your tickets ahead of time you cannot purchase them at the door and uh they're only selling so many tickets, so and they're uh,
2: all sold out as well.
0: No, oh, oh. there you go. So I was about to say that that was a distinct possibility. So they're yeah. already out, so uh, no point in caring about it then. Well, <laughs> well not necessarily
2: that. I did. I tried, <laughs> I tried to. I tried to send an agent, and they uh, they they reported back that they couldn't get a ticket.
1: <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah.
0: On to our next story, and this one is uh, about the Cybertruck again and uh what we've got here is speaking uh, of spies <laughs> a little bit again again tesla spies everywhere can't can't get away from them they're absolutely <laughs> everywhere and what we've got here is uh the cyberdruck spotted at uh the texas gigafactory under construction this time on the second floor and uh We don't know why Uh, we're assuming this is the same uh, prototype that came uh, from the um, uh, New York uh, the week before and had drove or had been driven down to Texas and is placed on the second floor inside of the uncompleted uh, factory in Austin so not really sure why there's been no explanation from Tesla uh, as to why this is you'll notice the scaffolding uh, that's uh, in front of the truck it looks like it's kind of on the third floor but those lines there are just uh, guide wires they're not another floor so it is sitting oh, on the I second see. floor yeah the uh, first floor but, is
2: extra tall and the second floor is not yeah
0: as tall. and then uh, you've got this uh, this uh, scaffolding in front of it um, not sure what that's for uh, or if it's for part of the reason of getting the truck there don't really know. nobody saw the truck being raised into that space. Uh, so there's no real explanation. And, uh, it was spotted by, of course, another drone, uh, a earlier in, front of you see in that? the day as it, uh, drove around the plant, uh, a little bit, uh, yeah. in the, in so, the dirt. And uh, you remember
2: the movie the... lion King when they're holding up the baby lion.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Casey's guess. Yeah. Okay. So it's, uh, it's being held up for the world to see. <laughs> um, but, uh, may, maybe this is going to be some PR. Uh, maybe they're going to do some uh video shooting of the Cybertruck driving around in the unfinished factory. Uh, that who knows
1: really cool and industrial and, and really go well with the, uh, cyberpunk theme of the cyber truck. Maybe yeah. it was
2: a, mu- a, a movie or music video. Um, they see the, 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 worker in front of the, he's wearing his high vis vest, he or she. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, the person who recorded this on his drone didn't even know he captured it like it was it was his viewers went back after watching the hours of silent footage of the drone uh he saw they saw the uh the cybertruck silhouette there and uh some folks said oh well they hadn't seen the movie or the video but had only seen the uh, the still frame they were like oh it's just a it's just a banner like cybertruck coming here and and then the uh the cyber nerds saw that uh, no no it it it's different from different angles, so it would have to be a really good, like hologram of a banner, if that's the case. <laughs>
0: exactly. exactly. Cool. So we're not sure why it's there, but it was spotted by some eagle-eyed uh, people that watch hours and hours of uh, Tesla <laughs> factory building videos, <laughs> and they came up with a, a great little story. So I, I wonder we'll have if it
2: was. See. I wonder if it was functioning as a banner, like to inspire the workers. Hey, this is what you're building here, because. Like uh, Honda and GM and they, the others, they all put, you know, hey, this is what's going to come here. This is the home of the, the Accord, or this is where the uh, Chevy Volt is built, you know?
0: Yeah, it makes sense to have it there.
2: And since awesome. it's a prototype, if you don't need it right but now, I it's cheaper would, than printing a banner.
0: That, you know, but but I would think to inspire the workers, they probably would have put it in a more, maybe a more central site and maybe yeah. a little fanfare behind it as well. Um, that, that it's here, it's on a pedestal, or, you know, there'd be people... Uh, showing up to see it all the time. And uh, this kind of doesn't look like that. But yeah.
2: Well, they did show it off I'm down guessing. in the dirt twice, so maybe maybe that yes. was out of the way for them.
1: They were serving bagels up there and maybe. Te- letting people get out of the rain. And yeah. all- <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> That's what the bagel bar opens. <laughs> it's going to be a little low key. But after that, look out. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, also, uh, another story we've got uh, is uh, back to the Model S and uh, racing. Uh, More Tesla spies. <laughs> That's yeah.
1: right. Yes. So
0: uh, we talked about the
1: uh, Model S plaid or maybe plaid plus that was spotted at Laguna Seca. Well, one interesting thing that it had was a spoiler. So, uh, but come uh, on,
2: Patrick. Every Tesla has a spoiler.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, but this one is a giant rear wing, oh. uh, and it's not just a spoiler. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, they're doing the final testing of the tri-motor all-electric performance sedan. that has been in development for years, and now the, uh, the Kilowatts has uh, noticed this, and um, they have uh, tweeted this uh, spotting that they've got there. And uh, this is not just your typical spoiler. It is one that is adjustable. Uh, you can uh, potentially have it changing uh, uh, at different speeds uh, to optimize your performance. And when you're driving something like uh, a Plaid or a Plaid Plus on a track in track mode, you're definitely going to want to, to have uh, something as cool as this to make sure that you're getting the best performance that you can get. And spoilers are not uh, like new, to, new at all to to Tesla, as you as you mentioned, Casey. And um, even the early Model X performances had a active spoiler. So uh, this is in that same vein, and uh, they've they've got some pictures here. We have a uh, the story on Roddy, and uh, you can see the photos there. Now yeah, on, on our just, screen here on the stream. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've I switched over. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Um, this is a lot so, beefier than the one on the X. Yes, definitely. And uh, yeah, it uh, it's going to make sense. You've got a lot of wind going over that, uh, pushing on it really hard. That uh, it's uh, you're gonna you're gonna need some heft there to, to make sure it doesn't start flapping around or fall off or yeah, it has to be beefy. So Tesla's putting up some really, perf- really great performance numbers. Uh, with uh, and and this is I don't know if this is going to be part of a this it comes with Plaid or Plaid Plus or if there's a track package on top of it that you need to get.
2: Ooh, I hope it's just a standard part of the Plaid Plus. I,
1: I would I would assume, but yeah, but we don't know for sure.
2: And they don't need a nickel and dime as options. I mean, this doesn't look like something that's a nickel or a dime.
1: This is this is a few <laughs> you're you're spending, you're
2: spending 160k on a car uh, plus another however much for the wheels and tires and you know 12 to 15k for auto for full self drive. I mean, come on,
0: yeah, I can't have, imagine the cost of replacing tires on a track car. <laughs> it would oh, be yeah. absolutely wallet draining. Uh, but I guess brakes. if you're buying a $160,000 car that uh, is king of the track, I guess that's that's part of the territory. Yeah. Right. And how
1: much is a Lamborghini or something else? Uh, and this crushes it, and it's cheaper. I mean, that's just – and it's a family sedan. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. After track day, you can go pick up your kid from soccer practice.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: that is impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, with that, it um, was going to do the. Uh, so let's talk the about UFC. somebody else okay.
2: harassing Elon Musk.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah something else.
2: <laughs> this one's not a spy, but uh, so after his uh, his, his uh, winning fight, uh, uh, Banil Darius, uh, he uh, he had an impromptu uh, word to share with uh, with Elon. He's like, "Hey." I've been waiting on my car. Where is it? I need something safe to put my children in. And you know, he had a new baby, baby girl. And uh and so uh Elon said he'll look into it and then uh, they came up with the update. Uh they loaned him a model Y until his car is built and ready to go. So uh,
1: he's a UFC fighter. I'd I'd loan him my car if he won if he threatened me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you got
2: him you got him and and Joe Rogan looking back at you. Uh <laughs> Like, WTF Elon uh, yeah so
0: so oh, oh, it was so after funny. it was after uh Benel finished a fight uh, that he won that yes. he was being interviewed by Joe Rogan who of course is a, an announcer slash interviewer at UFC fights because Joe's been involved with the sport for for years and uh he is like a, a color commentator uh part of the UFC network and uh, apparently uh, uh of course uh, Vanell knows that Joe uh, has the uh, the S. He knows that that Elon has been on uh, the Rogan show a couple times, and uh, he proceeded to ask Elon through Joe uh, on live uh, feed uh, where was his ex. So uh, (laughs) I guess that's you know that's one way to uh, put uh, fire or feet to the fire uh, when you have the uh, all this media on you, and of course uh, that. that certainly was uh, being a squeaky wheel, and uh, he got greased uh, just uh, yesterday. So yeah, it must be day.
1: nice to have a platform like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right?
2: So one of the comments on the article was pointing out that uh, nobody else is complaining about uh, other manufacturers that are also uh, having trouble supplying their cars due to missing parts. A also of people are complaining. That's,
0: and that's supplied it. this photo.
1: <laughs> yeah, lots of. Lots
0: of vehicles. That yeah, that's, be the, that's another speedway. That's the Kentucky Speedway, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, being a lot slower than uh, Laguna Seca. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. that was kind of a funny story, though. He said, we
1: ordered it when my wife was pregnant, and now the baby's three months old, and we still don't have
2: the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> the car was supposed to get here first. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That was
1: supposed to be the baby's ride home, and it uh, hasn't happened.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna look back at this time and, and, and wonder what was going on, but uh, in the in the midst of it, it is quite frustrating.
0: Yeah, yeah for many, for many, certainly. Um, and and that's the other thing we heard about Tesla selling out uh, its inventory uh, for quarter two, just uh, a month and five week five weeks or six weeks into its uh, production. Yeah. Um, but. You know, it's it's funny. I, I I'm obviously in Kitchener area, and uh, I went to our local Tesla dealership, and no word of the lie. Every single spot is filled with Model Ys and Threes, and I'm not sure if they're moving to individual people or if they're being stored there for some reason. Because they started to show up about two weeks ago, and. Every time I drive by that uh, location, it's still, the lot's absolutely filled with new vehicles. So they're either, you know, receiving truck shipment after truck shipment, and they just keep rolling them out as many as they can in a day, uh, or uh, some of them are being stored there for some reason. So I'm not really sure what's going on, but uh, the, the, you know, this is a weird kind of quarter where we're hearing about, you know, record production done ahead of time, and... Um, but yet we're also hearing about these other cars that are being waiting for parts. And, uh, we're really not sure what's going on. Yeah. It's amazing
1: how many, the, the thousands of parts that it takes to make a vehicle. And if there's just one that's not available, you can't ship it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: well, if, if it, Even, even like we said, the, you know, seatbelt cover or speedometer needle that right. stops you from selling the car. But, uh, you know, some some are more critical than others. If there's no seatbelt or no motor, then then it can't right. go anywhere.
0: <laughs> right. And speaking of parts, that kind of leads us into our next story, and uh, that's about uh, 4680 cells, battery cells. Um, we had talked on this show previously. Actually, a few weeks uh, we have touched on this. Uh, with the uh, start of Giga Texas and Giga Berlin, hopefully, by the end of this year, and we, we've we still heard stories about them starting before the end of the year, uh, production, both of them. We don't know which one's first, and we're watching that closely, aren't we? That's Patrick? right. No, but huh. uh, outside of that story, um, Elon commented on a Twitter uh, question about the 4680 cells, wondering if the Model Y in uh, Texas would start. With the 4680s, or if they would start with the 2170s, and Elon replied back that uh, 4680s uh, were what the Model Y was going to start with. So, and we've also seen a few pictures of uh, Berlin with the casting of the uh, the front of the car, uh, and of course, the the look of the casting looks like it's going to have that integrated pack attached to it. So uh, that had led people to believe the 4680s were going to be the battery of choice starting. And it, it certainly, it makes sense if you don't have to change it again, why would you not start with the 4680s uh, to you know, streamline production and not do an interruption uh, unless you had to because the 4680s were not ready. But it appears they're getting ready for the 4680, which is, which is good news.
2: I still maintain that you can you can if you do a structural pack with eighteen six uh, fifties or twenty one seventies, and then you just phase in forty six eighty and encapsulation on site, but it won't make a difference to the uh, construction. I mean, if you're just bolting them in, what's the difference?
0: Yeah, if if the packs are exactly the same, it's just well, that the it, insides it, 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 are different. Yeah, the insides
2: are different, but the extra if the exterior is the same to the car and the factory, yeah. then yeah, they might weigh different though. Oh,
1: that's yeah, true. Yeah. I was, I was surprised to see his t- tweet because we, we've talked about how the uh, 4680, where are the cells going that they're making from their pilot plant? Um, they've said that they're not getting the yields they want yet. So uh, that kind of to me meant that they weren't going to be delivering those cells at all this year and that everything else would have to to, to use the uh, their existing cells. And um, I guess not.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, and then of course uh, with the 4680s, uh, that uh, that of course is also going to giving them the efficiencies of of scale, the efficiencies of density, uh, the efficiency of cost reduction. So obviously they would like to start with it, but yeah, when we had heard on quarter one about Elon talking about the 4680 yield rates and how it wasn't quite where they wanted it to be for customer acquisition yet. Mm-hmm. We had we had surmised that yeah they might be using the twenty one seventies at least to start, right? So.
2: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to drive, drive those two statements together though. I mean, because it seems pretty clear that that it wasn't what they were expecting. Uh, I'm, I'm right. curious how they how they square that circle.
1: Yeah, so my guess is that uh, Musk said that because that's what he wants the plan to be. And then when we get to Q4 and push comes to shove, they'll say, Okay, fine, we'll use the 2170s, even though we didn't want to. But unless you push for it, there's no chance. It's so true. he's gonna yeah, push he... and try to get it to happen the way that we all want it to, uh, but then compromise when you need
0: to. Yeah, yeah. that could be it too. That absolutely, it's, it's, it's we've seen because him with the story? course. Musk musk does get ahead of what's really happening out there or what is what is possible regularly. setting those goals right? Yes. So, as we have seen many times in the past shoot for the moon miss and land on mars
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know if that would be a good thing patrick but <laughs> that's not how
1: spacex should do things <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah be careful
0: be careful uh <laughs> speaking
2: of spacex how about that hawaii mission
0: yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's interesting orbit. that they're gonna they're gonna try their first uh, launch uh, from Texas with the uh, suborbital right, and then uh, uh, do a lap around the Earth and yeah. then land near Hawaii, just north yep. of it. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. The, the
2: question see. is, um, are they gonna land the booster on land or on a drone ship, or are they gonna? I heard they're we'll gonna, land gonna just it land it in the water.
0: And <laughs> yeah. that's... The, the
2: Starship for sure, but uh, the Starship the schedule says splashdown on on the on the upper stage, but the booster it says land.
1: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's somebody, the
1: uh, the first stage. You yeah, somebody
2: it? did the math and it showed that uh, that the existing drone ships could actually hold a, a Starship booster barely, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and someone else said that if they really hustle, they can get they can get uh, Phobos or demos ready. Uh, before that mission is scheduled to launch, so that at that point they will have the proper size ship for that monster.
1: So um, the first stage to go with Starship is is that super heavy?
2: Yeah, super heavy is the name of this first stage.
1: Yeah. So have they flown any of those yet?
2: No. No.
1: Nope. So they built one and took into... it apart. <laughs> so I mean, they've done you know uh, all the the various Starship versions, and we we just watched. Serial um, number fifteen do its landing, and that was incredible. Yeah. But now they're already planning on launching the first stage. Shouldn't shouldn't we see similar tests of the first stage?
2: I I don't know that you really can. the the, the first stage can hop, like we saw with Grasshopper, and 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 what became Falcon Nine. It can. Yeah,
0: but you need some sort of nose cone to actually do a, a extended flight.
2: Yeah, the aerodynamic stresses would rip it to pieces.
0: Okay, so so they have and of course that that progresses to allow them to to do more testing on starship they're just pushing it further and higher and longer uh, for it to come back and land somewhere so uh, it makes sense that the you know now that they they believe that starship is is functioning with its landing and its procedures correctly for landing that they can move on to okay let's push it higher and faster and longer and uh, we do that with the, uh, you know, with the uh, booster rocket that we need to now test uh, it landing as well.
2: Uh, Coach D A brought up a good point on the 4680s. Uh, he said, "What if they actually do uh, put them in the Model Y at launch on uh, Berlin, and it's just in the in the performance model?"
0: Oh, oh never thought of that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Could, could be just a variant of a, a certain model. Absolutely.
2: Uh, and Tassoon's as asking when the next launch is. Uh, they have uh, said soon. Let me see if it's on the.
0: Uh... They had said they might launch uh, SN15 a second time, but no date has been set for that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Let me see the launch schedule real quick. And I understand
0: well... that the one that's supposed to land in Hawaii, they want to do that at some point uh, before the end of this year. Yeah.
2: Um, there aren't any showing up through June or July, but we know they're going to launch again before then. Oh, wait, there we go. July Falcon. Oh, that's Falcon Heavy. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So on the schedule so far, we're only seeing Falcon 9s and Falcon Heavies, but, um, as we've seen with, with Boca Chica, they can just kind of insert it there. We'll get maybe a couple days or a week notice.
1: (laughs) It's really too bad that they're splashing down. It would be cool to see them, uh, come in do the belly flop maneuver and land after being in orbit instead of just, you know, a hop.
2: I think, I think they will uh, do the whole thing, but it's much safer over water than uh, Uh, Okay, Yeah. So,
1: so, (laughs) you know, um, what was the Island that they uh, started out at um, Quadralane or, uh, you know, go, go to the one, there's some little teeny Island out there that they could try to land on. And if it explodes and it was an uninhabited (laughs) Island, uh, you know, uh, (laughs)
0: I'm, I'm sure fun. there's some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with that, let's wrap it up and uh, go home for the week. Uh, uh, Casey, any shout outs this week for us? Yeah.
2: I, I, um, I got uh, a version of the software that not a lot of people seem to have got. I, uh, a lot of people got updates to 2021.4.15. I got 2021.4.18 and I've started a uh, deep dive into that. And, uh, Early this morning, I've released a uh, video on the second test box and what I got inside. You can catch that at YouTube.com slash Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. And you'll catch all of us here in about an hour live for the first time in over a year on what drives us to uh, watch the Ford F-150 Lightning launch.
0: Exactly. That's great to to see what's going to happen there in uh, just a few hours. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, any shout-outs for us to wrap up the evening?
1: Sure, yes. Um, I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeba.org. And uh, have a little different shout-out to this time. Um, so, um, there's a podcast, YouTube channel, uh, that, that uh, is, has a lot of the same sort of content that we cover here. It was called Our Ludicrous Future. Oh. And they just had their final episode. They decided they are disbanding, and it was you know three Tesla fans chit chatting about Tesla and stuff that they thought was cool. So uh, hopefully all of their audience now comes to us, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> they were uh, three very popular YouTubers, so uh, they had a huge audience compared to us. But uh, but no, uh, seriously, um, it's it's I, I just want to give a shout out to uh, a bunch of shows that uh, were once and now are no longer that I really enjoyed. There was Plug Your Ride, a couple of uh, Tesla owners, uh, um, uh, from the radio industry talking about the, their experiences as owners. And, uh, they went off last year. They, uh, said they had an episode called we've said it all. And, uh, uh, so, uh, that one's over the Tesla show. Um, the, that was a great one. They were on weekly then quarterly. And now, um, whenever they feel like it, which has been months. Uh, so that, that one's effectively, gone i mean that they could still come back occasionally and and talking tesla that one uh was hilarious uh it was it was weekly then it was daily for a while then it went back to weekly and now it's whenever they feel like it actually it was off for uh, uh a while then came back from their hiatus and now is back to whenever so daily is uh, hard it, it, yeah yeah and um weekly's the, hard <laughs> Yes,
2: <laughs> technically, but, but daily show. Weekly's riding that running. line,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so, our show. We ride the line every week,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, shout out to all those shows. Um, and uh, yeah, this uh, I, hopefully, we keep going and we don't join them anytime soon. Uh, yes. this, is, this is a lot of fun. technically
2: we never ended go hypermiling but uh i don't see us putting an episode out again anytime soon
0: (laughs) all right well we want to also thank lee moon for the music we use every week thank you lee and uh, we want to thank uh patrick uh, for his help with our uh with our uh i guess it's our uh, facebook page and uh and we want to thank casey for his technical help of uh, getting this show to air every week it's a pleasure. we will talk to you next week and find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Good night, everyone.
1: Good night. Stay positive, Test negative.
0: Thank you, Lee Moon.
1: Thanks, <laughs>